Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com. And for as little as $1 a month, you can become a patron. Or you can buy cool Lorehammer products like shirts, coffee mugs, and dice bags at www.redbubble.com. Don't want to spend any money? Well, you can help out the show by giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also hop on over to Facebook and like our page. And feel free to send us a message. It's the only enjoyment Mark gets out of his miserable life. Hello and welcome back to Lorehammer. Uh, today's episode is about the effects of coronavirus in the Wuhan province of China. Joining me today is uh, Dr. Christian. Hello. Thank I'm you for joining me. Resident meth head. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also have uh, medical examiner James. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I examine the corpses. Yeah, and corona victim Mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's um, quarantined, but he is. But he is in the studio is, with us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm actually enjoying it so far. Yeah. I have yet to see any side effects, but I hear they come within a couple weeks. So, oh. yeah. As of right now, Mark I'm is enjoying the coronavirus. Keep virus. us posted. Yes. Yeah. Can well, you taste hair colors as the doctor, <laughs> Christian. Is that not your my area of expertise? Yes. Yeah. I uh, I recommend meth. As a cure to... Well, it's a cure-all. Cure-all, yes. It makes you feel good no matter what mm-hmm. ailment you may be suffering Stub from. Stub your toe, have some meth. Yep. Mm-hmm. Stub your toe, have <laughs> some meth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I scratched myself. <laughs> Mom just opens up the cabinet. <laughs> have some meth, honey. <laughs> Puts it in Don't give me those eyes when you say it. <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> okay, that's not what today's episode is about. <laughs> oh, Okay. It's All about right. the Montauk in New York, how they were, the military was doing experiments on children in LSD. They were kidnapping kids. 200,000 children go missing every year this in the United States. This whole podcast was leading to this moment. All of Lorehammer was a ruse to send this message out on the it airwaves. Was a now ruse. that we got enough followers, we can tell, tell everyone tell the, the truth. truth. <laughs> Open your eyes, people. Wake up. Fuck. Montauk is real, I would, though. I would listen to Everything's podcast. real, Eric. Yeah. Montauk Bigfoot's is real. real. Well, that's tough. Big Bigfoot is a lot tougher for me to believe in. Not if you believe that he's an intergalactic being. Yeah, if, if he has the ability to teleport, then absolutely. Then it all yeah. makes sense. Of yeah. Course. yeah, and he does. And well, he probably killed JFK. He probably actually <laughs> has like Epstein. some sort of like elect- electromagnetic field around him, which makes the camera distorts. Not, yeah, it distorts. Yeah, and it turns images. him into the Shimmer Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> You're laughing, but that's. But it's I'm real. not laughing. It's that's probably just the most logical explanation of why every <laughs> every picture is so goddamn blurry. Yeah, because he's a shimmer man. Yeah, he's a galactic traveler. <laughs> Great. I would listen to a podcast of just this, for the record. <laughs> there's many out there, Christian. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no, you specifically no, talking no, about there's, this. No, no, there's better ones because they're legitimately crazy people yeah. and but, believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. they also do like real research, whereas some do that entire. Two minutes was me just memeing. So mm. I like memeing about other things. I don't like people memeing about Warhammer. No, Warhammer's too serious. It's very serious. Anyone who memes <laughs> about 40k is just a shit. Yeah, get out. Yeah, you probably play Tau <laughs> if you meme about Warhammer. <laughs> okay, so episode. We're gonna be talking today about uh the Liber Malleus project. And uh basically what this is is we uh we want to build a chapter 
specifically one company. So we've come up with some lore in a way to try to milk you guys for your money, try to get you into it. Um, but yeah, the whole the whole idea is we want to build a company of Marines. So that's going to be like, you know, 100 guys and some vehicles. And then we're going to put them on a shelf and display them in the studio. But what's going to be cool about it is when you buy a Marine off us, we'll put like your nameplate on it. And then we'll also let you write uh, up to a story of backstory or up to a page of backstory on them. Yeah, you could write like valor that they've done, details, yeah. maybe a little bit about what world they were, they came from, how yeah. they died. Backstory. Yeah. How they died. <laughs> sure. And were reborn through the, yeah. the process of marriage. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. No one's with me on no. I'm no. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> you <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. I'm in. But uh yeah, so that's basically the general concept is yeah, we want to do this as a community to, community together to try to like build something cool like how many times you sit around and you're like i wish i had a whole company of space marines we as a community you still will not have (laughs) we won't either technically yeah you know it belongs to you the people yeah 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 exactly and if ever you come visit us you play as them yeah i have a company of space marines you have a hundred oh he's got way more than a hundred i got like 120 but but you you have all the vehicles vehicles, yeah. yeah and do they are they actually like Organized to be a whole company. Hey, you know, are they organized? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's your company, Christian? I'm working on it. They're mostly on Famous last words. <laughs> I'm working on it. Um, but yeah, so we wrote up some lore, and we're going to read that off, and then we're going to talk more about how you can get involved in this. Um, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So the chapter is called The Liber Malleus. In High Gothic. In High Gothic, and in Low Gothic, it's the Lorehammers. Uh, their founding is the Ultramarines. It was so funny when people read that. They're like, no, the <laughs> Well, no, no, no. You did the Ultramarines because they're the best chapter. They have the, the best gene seed. Yeah, yeah. It just makes sense. Yeah. Why Most chapters come from that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because um, they have the Primark there. Well, sure. But in no real way are they connected to the Ultramarines. It doesn't really matter. That's just where the gene seed comes from. So I don't want to hear any messages about this. <laughs> don't at me. Don't at me. <laughs> Sick of you guys of shit. <laughs> All of you. <laughs> I banned one person and I'm itching to do it again. Um, My so God. <laughs> their founding He's is... a monster. <laughs> the power has gone straight to his head. Their founding is the Ultima founding. Their chapter master is Marcus Sikor. Their homeworld is... Uh, their fleet base. Their home world is none. None. Their fleet base. Uh, basically, I, I took like the Lexicanum style of writing this out. So I have like a graph here and stuff. So a you table. will be putting this online eventually. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. will be able to see this. We'll make this document probably. Yeah. Available for people to go through and read. Yeah. Without exactly. changing anything. Yeah. <laughs> Come back and it's just vandalized. Chapter master Marcus Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Mar- Marcus Dickus. <laughs> Biggest Dickus Marcus. <laughs> Smallest stick is Marcus. <laughs> it's just us editing and we blame the community. Because yeah. you can see you can see the editing history. Yeah. So it's just why is Eric and Christian just editing this document? Why are they? Oh calling? great, now they're inserting actual pictures of dicks. <laughs> great. Photoshopped on my body. Perfect. Yeah. Um so their fortress monastery is the Luminous Est, and that's a grand cruiser. Their colors are dark gray and orange. Their specialty is intel and exploitation their strength is eight companies and they're 960 marines total heresy there's reasons for it i know 
I just wanted to. I just <laughs> Intel wanted to. and exploit, like exploiting people. <laughs> yeah, no, like, like, just like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> exploiting people like you, James. <laughs> uh, exploiting the weaknesses of others. So like they, they know how to defeat their enemy. They, they know, know the perfect place yeah. and perfect the perfect time. time. Yeah, ah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You didn't want to say it, but you had to say it. Wow. As we said. Um, their battle cry is knowledge is power, which is particularly terrifying on the battlefield. Let me tell you when an, an eight foot tall orc is walking, <laughs> warring down on you and you just scream knowledge is power. Yeah. So do you want to change that? I feel like you're not enjoying what I've written so far. I just said it was terrifying. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> scared. Sorry. Sorry. I misunderstood. Look, look at your... my people bumps. <laughs> I did not like the way that sounds. <laughs> People bugs. Fuck me. <laughs> it's scary. All right. So that's kind of the general overview. We're going to get into their history. I'm not going to read this. Someone else can. I will read it. Yeah. Uh, the Astartes chapter, the Liber Malleus, High Gothic, or the Lorehammers, Low Gothic, was originally founded for the purpose of further increasing the defenses on the eastern front of space in the Ultima Segmentum. During the 13th Black Crusade, many feared it would spread across the galaxy, and so the paperwork was filed for the founding of this chapter. However, due to the upheaval caused by the outcome of the 13th Black Crusade and the opening of the Cicatrix Maledictum, the charter of founding was lost in the chaos. Not in chaos, but in the chaos. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the chapter was never created. After Rowboat Girly Man's resurrection mm. and the Indomitus Crusade... Gilliman claimed to be bewildered by the sheer scale of mistakes in Imperial catalogs, from simple things like what year it actually was, to big things like why resources are so poorly managed. One such mistake was the filing for the creation of a chapter that was approved but never founded. So with a flick of his wrist, Gilliman signed some documents, and the creation of the chapter the Liber Malleus began. Resources were quickly gathered, and Astartes and equipment were, were made, for Gilliman had a special purpose for the chapter. Information in the Imperium had become unreliable, and so one of the ways Gilliman planned to rectify this was to use the Liber Malleus as a force tasked with gathering as much knowledge on everything in the galaxy as possible. They would travel into hostile Xeno space, exterminate the Xenos, and steal their data, and create a library that would rival any in the galaxy. With this goal in mind, the Libra Malleus went about their task. Mm. So, he he used old school Marines. Well, yeah, we'll get we'll into get to it. Okay, he just created a chapter, and yeah. you can assume that because he created it when he was back, it should be all Primaris. That would be what I'd assume. Right. This is a pure Primaris chapter so far. <laughs> okay, the culture. I like, I like that. The culture of the chapter. The chapter cult of the Liber Malleus revolves heavily around the acquisition of knowledge and how best to use it. Many cult rituals involve reading sacred texts and determining their validity through long-form debate. They are obsessed in the collection and cataloging of data, yet remain guarded about, remain guarded about forbidden Xenos and Chaos texts, believing information gathered may prove useful in exploiting enemy weaknesses. Knowledge is power, guard it well, is a common mantra observed by the chapter as they continue their journey across the stars. They are relentless in their task and stop at nothing to acquire what knowledge they can be stored in their library citadels aboard their flagships. The storage and use of forbidden, uh, forbidden lore has often put the chapter at odds with larger institutions within the Imperium and has more than one placed 
more than once placed the chapter under watchful gaze of the Inquisition. Yes. So, yeah, they really like reading and talking. <laughs> but of and knowledge. very bad You know what subjects. I value? Knowledge. <laughs> That's why Here I my garage. <laughs> we record a podcast. <laughs> is, is that the battle cry? You know what I hear in my crowd. You know what I like more than blood? <laughs> Knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The tactics. Do you want to read this one, Chris? Yep, I can do it. Okay. Due to the chapter's mandate, each company is made to be as autonomous as possible as they spread out across the stars. This has led to the restructuring to provide scout and veteran assets to each company. They are nominally codex compliant. Due to their voracious consumption of knowledge, the chapter seeks to utilize the information they collect against their enemies, learning their weaknesses and exploiting vulnerabilities. The independence of the chapter fleets and unique structure offer a versatile pool of resources for each company to best approach threats. This method of making war is taught prodigiously and is absorbed as leadership doctrine from the lowest sergeant to the chapter master himself. Though no more equipped than most chapters, the Marines of the Liber Malleus pride themselves in the adaptational use of the assets that they, they do have. Mm. Mm. James, would you like to read the next so it's, one? It's pretty, everyone pretty much follows the same thing. It's, very, it's a very united ideal that the chapter has. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they're spread out across the yeah. stars. Mm. They, they're united in their quest for knowledge. <laughs> That's right. You know what they love? Knowledge. Knowledge. I like that. <laughs> he's, in. Right. he's in for the memes. All right. So the gene seed, uh, the Liber Malleus's gene seed comes from ultramarine stock and shows no serious signs of degradation beyond normal ultramarine standards. However, there does seem to be an odd amount of Astartes in the chapter with an obsessive mentality and are overly analytical that will often get lost in details or side tangents. Whether this is gene seed flaw or part of their cult training to learn as much as possible is unknown. I guess. Okay. That's a copy strike right there. <laughs> no, no. Their training. Being a fleet-based chapter, the Liber Malleus recruiting is done by selecting anyone deemed worthy and genetically suitable in their travels. Aspirants are then subject to standard Astartes tests and physical and mental tests. Uh, as they undergo the surgeries required to become an Astartes, they are, off, they are also heavily indoctrinated in the chapter cult. Battle Brothers' first combat, or combat roles will be in the scout squads and then advance through Devastators, Assault, and Tactical Marines. Truly skilled will become the veterans in the company. Ranks such as sergeant, lieutenant, library, apothecary, etc. will be given out based on individual merit and availability of position. Mm. This is the first taste we get of uh, no primaris. Because they mm. are devastators, assault, and tactical marines. Mm. I wonder why. Mm. Stay tuned. It's probably a preference For thing. <laughs> Someone just was really butthurt <laughs> about the release of the new Indominus Boys. The organization. <laughs> a unique thing about the Liber Malleus is that as of so far, there is no Primaris in the chapter. Another prime example of the miscommunication of the Imperium. The chapter paperwork being filled out before the introduction of the Primaris, that when the time came to create the chapter, they followed that paperwork order as opposed to Gilliman's direction. 
With Gilliman rewriting the Codex Astartes, he also took the liberty to try a different organizational method for the Liber Malleus. One that would f- better fit their role. Oh, God. <laughs> He's restarting the computer. Ah! <laughs> One that would better fit their role and tactics. Being a fleet-based chapter, the main difference is every company is self-sufficient because the need to travel far and wide keeps the chapter isolated from other parts. Because of this, there is no first veteran company or tenth scout company, and instead each company has ten veterans and maintains their own scouts. There are also only eight companies in total, all of them being battle companies. Each company consists of a command squad, ten veterans, sixty tactical marines, twenty assault marines, twenty devastators, and a scout squad, as well as a complement of vehicles from the armory and the fleet. Mm. So it was a mistake. Sure. My, a mistake. This whole project was a mistake. <laughs> One of my favorite lines from like the last, you know, three, four years of 40k lore is when Gilliman finds out that they don't know what year it is. Yeah. I love just, that actually. Yeah, it's just like and I could just imagine them. It's just like such a simple thing. Like you don't you don't know what year it is. So <laughs> I, yeah. So I'm I, I'm really trying to when I was writing this, trying to play off that whole like idea of like Gilliman just coming into the Imperium and like everything is so fucked compared to how we left it. Like <laughs> nothing makes sense. And now he tries to like cre- create this chapter to uh, go and like try to fix things. But even in the founding of this chapter, they still screw it up. F- they <laughs> still still fucked up. Like yeah, it was meant to be Primaris. Sure <laughs> it was meant it to be, but uh, yeah, no one believes that. <laughs> <laughs> I did include there that as a so far there yeah. is no Primaris, so the possibility are endless. Endless. Yeah, leave it open just yeah. in case. Yeah. You know, we really like some new Primaris models. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I tried. Let the silence speak for itself. <laughs> I wonder how many people like pulled out their phone to see if like their phone, <laughs> their phone just stopped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> idiots. They're all fucking idiots. The heraldry. Eric, you want to read the final one? Sure. Maybe that's not the final one, but. Heraldry. <clears throat> the Astartes of the Liber Malleus are clad in dark gray power armor. Their weapon casing, as well as the rims on their shoulder pauldrons, are orange. The chapter symbol is on the left shoulder. Uh, company markings are worn on the right knee, while their current campaign badge is worn on the left. Squad markings are worn on the right shoulder pad. Battle Brothers have a gray helmet with white face plate. Veterans have a white helmet. Sergeants have a red helmet. Veteran sergeants have a red helmet with a white vertical stripe. Lieutenants have an orange helmet, and captains have an orange helmet with a white vertical stripe. Hmm. Veterans, sergeants, veteran sergeants, lieutenants, and captains all have the honor of wearing personal heraldry on a shield on their left shoulder. Special ranks wear the color of their office on their entire power armor. Chaplains wear black, apothecaries wear white, Librarians wear blue, and tech marines wear red. The Liber Malleus are often adorned in purity seals and other parchment containing knowledge that the company has acquired. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I always liked about like an Astartes chapter was like it, it's fully laid out. You know exactly how many guys are in it. You know like where everything is, how everything belongs. When you look at a marine, you can actually pick out individual heraldry. Like, oh, I know exactly what that sh- that symbol on his left knee means. Like. It all has meaning behind it. It's not just like orcs where it's just fucking random or something like that. I really like that. Um, and one thing I'm going to incorporate into this project is um, 
campaign badges. So I'll talk a little bit more about that. But campaign badges are on their uh, left knee. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just keep that in mind. We'll, we'll talk about that later. That's right. Um, so I, I did a bunch of images and stuff. Um, when you're going through the documents, you'll be able to see like all the progression of like the helmet colors and stuff. And it makes sense. Uh, it, it looks better than when you just ramble off a bunch of words as you know, try, trying to describe something always does. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, we got some characters in the chapter, so we'll go through them real quick here. Uh, the first one is Reboot Gilliman, and though he's not a part of the chapter, he did found the chapter. Um, so this is his quote. I need this lore hammered out. And he is rumored to have said this during the signing of the writ of reclamation at the formation of the Liber Malleus. It's canon. <laughs> rumored. rumored. Rumored to have said yeah. that. Uh, Rumored. I I like to think that the chapter master had a fever dream. Because he actually has those quite often. Oh, he does. And He's uh, plagued by such yeah. things. And in one of those, he had a dream of Reboot signing the document. And he just, like, Reboot, like, said to himself, like, in desperation, like, I need this lore hammered out. I need and Marcus Secor, the chapter master, is the only one who heard it. <laughs> <laughs> and it came to him in this dream. Mm -hmm. And so now he's like, this is my duty <laughs> to hammer out this lore. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we, we based a lot of these characters off of people on the podcast, obviously. This loosely, loosely. <laughs> loosely. <based>. So <laughs> we'll go through some of them. Um, so the chapter master is Marcus Secor. Is that one based off of? Uh, me, <laughs> if you believe it or not. Oh, okay. Interesting. Actually, it's, it's based on Trevor Buzak. No, no. The we inspiration. Got, we got another guy based <laughs> off him. Um, but his quote is, I do not need to read the text to understand how to defeat you, foul Xenos. And he is known to be fond of saying this before slaying enemy commanders in single combat. I, I actually remember him saying... I paid the points. <laughs> I paid the That's points. Slim. I can bring it. <laughs> <laughs> or it's it's the intent of yeah, the yeah. rules. That's <laughs> the intent is also important. I clearly he would have a line of, of sight if I modeled it standing up. I would have line of sight. I'll just stick the gun out the window. <laughs> you sons of bitches. <laughs> those are the quotes that really stand out in my mind of that particular guy. I will have to add those in somehow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, up next we got uh, the Master of Sanctity, Eric. Hold on, yes. I want to do his voice. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just Go for it. No, no, no. I, okay. I couldn't do him justice. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm nervous. <laughs> is it just my voice? No, it's not. I know exactly whose voice it is. It is simpler. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you sound like in your head? He's Eric? an old man. <laughs> <laughs> He's practically thirty. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> it is simpler to construct a nuclear arsenal and cleanse the impure with death than save their souls through redemption. <laughs> Nothing amuses Eric more than a good verbal debate, often trapping people in a heretical position that he then swiftly purges them for having. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. When you uh, say people, do you mean like just humans that he walks up to? Just look like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, and then just kill them. Are you a Xenos? <laughs> yes. Heretic. <laughs> That's pretty much how it goes. Uh, then cool. we got the venerable dreadnought Jordanus. And his quote is. I think it's pronounced Jordanus. <laughs> Jordanus. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't don't wake the dreadnought brother. <laughs> Please. We can't have him awake again. <laughs> There's too much carnage. His quote is Time flies when you're committing mass genocide. Venerable Jordanus has served the chapter well before suffering crippling injuries on the planet of Texas three. His wounds would have <laughs> oh, he gets it. No, no, no. No, no, no. Because I read it as taxes and Jordan hates Taxes? taxes? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you pronounce it as Texas? Yeah. Because he went to Texas. Yeah, and he was never the same. It, you know what? <laughs> it's a double entendre. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it that way. His wounds would have led him to be in... Or his wounds would have led him? Would have led... Would lead. Hmm. This is a typo. I'm just going to edit that right now. Yeah, quick just here. a quick little edit, ladies and gentlemen. His wounds would leave... <laughs> you, you ma- it made sense before, you and made, now it you made it worse. Hmm. <laughs> Basically, worse. he was interned in a dreadnought, um, only being brought out of the reclusium in the most dire of circumstances. Okay. I, I like this character too. Like, just what happened to Jordan? <laughs> what, what, what did happen to our sweet boy? <laughs> He's sleeping. <laughs> Do not wake him, brother. <laughs> Up next, we got the chief librarian Christian. With Christian. a J. Christian. 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 <laughs> Christian. Christian. And uh, my quote is, I have seen my last day, but it is not this day. Christian has had a vision of the future and his own death. He is constantly reminded by Chaplain Eric of this fate and grimly marches forward to his doom. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sorry, brother. <laughs> I feel like I didn't write this. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either, so. I didn't either. The Emperor wrote it. <laughs> Gulliman wrote it. Gulliman wrote it. It wrote itself. It was so perfect, it wrote itself. <laughs> and then we have Forge Master Colin. <laughs> Sorry, before you say that. You know how people say, like, oh, give enough monkeys enough time? Like, they'll rewrite, mm. like, Shakespeare's work. This was the monkey's first attempt. <laughs> That's what this is. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Anyways, Forge Master Colin. His quotes, 33, or whatever Colin does. He does it way better. Uh, yeah. Uh, a mantra learned from the admec that is repeated during the maintenance of Chapter's war gear. Mm-hmm. Oh. We have Reclusiarch Pitor, uh, and his quote is, The cursed Xenos must be laid low again. And he specializes in purging Elder for their arrogance in existence. Only to then steal and study their ancient data. Mm, perfect. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yes, quite. All right. The next we have uh, Chief Apothecary Jimothy. He sounds wise. <laughs> <laughs> All I don't right. Know. Read his quote first and then. Let's yeah. see. Let's see how wise he is. The biology of Xenos escapes my comprehension. Its inferiority, such as the Tyrian, Tyranid Mantis Squilla, yet. One only needs to concern themselves with the artifice of Astarte's genetics. Chief Apothecary Geometry, through knowledge of the vast genetic variances of the Astartes, including those of other chapters, he cares little for xenobiology, considering it it's beneath his time. I agree. <laughs> Checks out. Checks out. Then we have Master... Hold on. F- I just want to say school or shrimp. Oh, yeah. If people didn't understand that that was a mantis shrimp, a mantis shrimp <laughs> yes. reference. Yes, I got it. Okay. <laughs> I just want that to be clear. Should we, it was should quite we clear. explain Peters as well? No, no. Okay. Sorry, Peters. Sorry, yeah. Reclusiarch. Yeah. Peter. 
Uh, then we have the master of the fleet and equerry, Demetrius, or more commonly known to the common man. Uh, well, Rio. Demetrius is his high gothic name. Yeah, and Rio he, is his. He's a very educated man, mm-hmm. and he. Uh, but mm-hmm. none of us, you know, we don't speak high gothic. We no. only speak low gothic, so <laughs> we call him Rio. <laughs> and his quotes, never, under, uh, never underestimate the power of philosophy. And he has been known to parlay with the Tao, allegedly to gain insight and knowledge before their inevitable destruction. You know what he loves? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what he loves? I can take a guess. <laughs> Is loves it knowledge? knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say it anymore. You're so giggling. Uh, and then we got uh, the chapter tramp champion, Trevor Buzak. Uh, that is an outlandish accusation. Uh, he's a staunch defender of the chapter and the way it operates, and more specifically, chapter master Mar- Marcus Sikor and his official statements and decrees. Yeah, chapter champion Trevor Buzak drinks the Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah, <laughs> full on. He's deep in it. Yeah, yeah. He's... He, he'll take any bullet for any anything that is said by anyone in the chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Now, quick question. Yeah. Has the chapter master and the chapter champion ever been seen in the same room at no. the same time? Oddly enough, no. no. <laughs> Even though the chapter champion is the honor guard of the chapter, <laughs> the chapter master. master. They mm. just it's one of those weird things like the chapter master leaves and mm. then the chapter champion enters from a different door and he's yeah. like, Did I miss him? <laughs> yeah. Again? Like, let me see what like tell me what he said. And then he's like, Yes, emphatically yes. <laughs> and then he leaves and he's and like, I'm gonna go find him. And in. then the chapter master comes out a different door and he's uh-huh. like, Where's that goddamn <laughs> chapter champion? I need him. Uh, yeah. And then finally we got the chapter ancient Paul. Yes. My art is drawn with blade and bolter. Ancient beyond counting, yet known for his youthful vigor, Paul has been appointed the bearer of the chapter's most sacred standard, the chapter banner. Mm-hmm. For for those of you who don't know who this is, he's been on, I think, only like a couple episodes. Yeah. But he's actually the guy who drew up our Lorehammer logo, so feels appropriate that he should carry it into battle. That's right. Well, feels appropriate that he should protect it with his life. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we got some other stuff. The Fortress Monastery. As a fleet-based chapter, the Liber Malleus resides amongst the space-faring vessels. Their, their space-faring vessels. As their core, the Fortress Monastery is aboard the Grand Cruiser Luminous Est. Amongst its Astartes cadre, the vessel is manned by numerous chapter serfs, laborers, and servitors. At the heart of their flying fortress lies the Sacred Library Vault. It is a repository for all information the chapter collects, stores, codifies, and protects. It is the chapter's most prized and heavily defended asset and across, and access to its sacred place is jealously guarded. Um, it is also maintained by the tech adepts and tech marines who, alongside the physical tomes and information of information, are grand cogitators with mass databases for the storage of ethereal and digital data. Legions of surf scriveners copy and codify the incoming gathered knowledge the chapter discovers. It is a place of high esteem, but of complete sacrifice, as the scriveners work endlessly and tirelessly to store their immeasurable amounts of data that the chapter collects. So if someone wanted to go get a piece of knowledge that had been gathered and placed in this um what did we call it library the vault. library vault yeah who gets it for them the scriveners 
or the tech adepts and tech marines? Or do they go find it themselves? No one's ever been into the... <laughs> Wait. He doesn't bother reading it. He's not there to read it. He's just there to collect it. No. <laughs> um, no you have to go reread because... No, no. Him specifically. Yeah, the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. Mark, oh. Mark has never set foot in the library. Marcus Sikor has He never. doesn't need knowledge, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause it, like, the Scriveners would just copy stuff. They're not actually like... Retaining. Retaining knowledge. anything yeah. and like... Maybe we should make like a master... Librarian, uh, yeah, almost like there's a position literally yeah. called. Yeah, well, do they, are they responsible? Like they just no, we, like we didn't mention them here. Well, if you know standard like Astartes lore, like yeah, they're basic responsible. Astartes lore. Um, librarians. like fundamentals here. We're talking okay. basic day one day stuff one. here, Eric. Librarians are in charge of like all all chapter knowledge and stuff. So that are the, they responsible for the history of the chapter? Yeah, sure. But if right, your but, chapter has expanded their database to include everything. Right, but why would they be responsible for notes gathered on orc colonies when it has nothing to do with the chapter itself? That I well, always they're responsible for the library. They're responsible for any knowledge. Okay, I assumed it was purely his, like chapter history no. deeds, no, no. like things pertaining specifically to the chapter. Yeah, sure. No, I don't think it's just so. you didn't. They list, have like keys of knowledge. You just didn't yeah. list anything about the librarians in here, so I was wondering oh. maybe if they had. Their I think own it was separate, taken for granted that yeah, titled think, yeah. librarian would be in charge of a library, perhaps. But yeah, I, don't know. I think maybe. I could be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is forty k Christians, so you should not. Accept the librarians anything. are also shooting lightning out of their fingers, <laughs> so you never know. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Uh, yeah, no, the librarians would be in charge of it. The scriveners and stuff. I think uh, we. I was trying to think of like a funny joke for like our Patreon people to be like these scriveners in the library, like keeping everything in order and you know. But I couldn't. I couldn't, couldn't bring yourself. To no, do I it. couldn't think of anything that wasn't literally just like the Patreons of the library. You know, I just. <laughs> but just know that's who you guys are. As if nothing else is on the nose here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So then we have some artifacts. The first one is the right of reclamation. Uh, and this is the document penned by Gillum himself, charging the chapter with their sacred duty in collection, collection and cataloging data. Mm. Yeah, we so have. So they can show this to pretty much anyone, and pretty much who just, like starts questioning, like, "Hey, why are you taking that information? Yeah. That should be destroyed." Yeah, or even. But it like, also is kind of cool. It, it obviously would be a very sacred relic. Oh yeah. To them, like to have like their founding, founding document. document. Yeah. 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 yeah, like. Their constitution. <laughs> I'd and die for that piece of paper. Yeah, for that piece of paper. Ridiculous. <laughs> Anyways. I don't believe in democracy. <laughs> no. Not really. Eric wants a technocracy that's really run by him. <laughs> so just a dictatorship. Just, yeah. just say it. Wrapped just say you a want a dictatorship. It's <laughs> dictatorship. not a dictatorship. Like, technically, he won't be dictating anyone when he exterminates the whole world population. <laughs> yeah, it's with tough. a nukes he handcrafts. It's tough to tell anyone <laughs> exactly. what to do if there's no one to do the thing. Yeah, so technically, it's not a dictatorship. <laughs> if you're the only one left. Yeah. Uh, so the next relic is the Lorehammer. It is a finely ornate, massive, two-handed thunder hammer wielded by the chapter master. It was a gift from an inquisitor seeking permission to gain entry into the Luminous Est libraries. Oddly enough... The Inquisitor was never seen again after he entered the Luminous Est. Knowledge is power. Guard it well. Some say he's he still in there. Uh, lost walking around reading. I don't know. Well, that's not how I took that. 
I oh, assume, sounds I like he was sounds dead. like that's, a, that's the duplicitous a chapter master murdered him. <laughs> <Yes>. oh, <laughs> and then said, oh, "No, it was a gift." Well, for anyone who thinks that, um, let me show you to the luminous <laughs> <laughs> library. It's great. I place. can show you the knowledge of how it happened. <laughs> yeah, because we have it recorded. It's documented here. right here. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Silver skull of Brant the Broken. Ah. Once a chapter serf who delighted in nothing more than working twenty-hour days in the engine rooms of the terminus est. Upon his death, his skull was removed from his broken, overworked body, and the cogitators and hover engines were added. The servo skull now serves for all eternity, never needing to be turned off. He's never been more joyful. He's never been happier. <laughs> He's finally achieved yeah. his own nirvana. <laughs> yeah, this is this I is can the work forever. <laughs> this is the peak of his existence. <laughs> <laughs> And the final relic we got is broken glass shard. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> the shard, <laughs> shard of a glass. <laughs> Someone else can read this one. It's a shard of glass with the chapter symbol on it. Found in deep space from the, the destroyed Liebermalia strike cruiser Skyler. It is unknown what happened to the vessel and its crews. And, and, and oh, it is unknown what happened to the vessel and its crew. And it remains one of the great mysteries of the chapter. Do, 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 do. I feel like there's a story there. Is there going to be a spinoff series? <laughs> Maybe. The stories of Skylar in space? <laughs> uh, yeah. What was his first name? Which is the name of the ship. No. Yeah, the name of the oh, ship the was captain. Skylar. Yeah. No, the, oh, no, no, no. the, 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 the ship is called Skylar. Us, uh, this glass plate. Luke? Where does, My God. Where, <laughs> where are you getting this? Luke Skylar. Luke Skywalker. Oh. No. <laughs> There's a guy actually named... You have named a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't get that. Yeah, no, the guy who made us this glass shard, his name's Skylar. Yes, I, I know. Oh, okay. I knew that. I was just trying to be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, it <Success>. works. <laughs> I can't keep track of who knows who and what knows what. I know everything. That's literally your one job. That's the whole reason you found it a chapter. <laughs> look, look, I was not tasked with reading. <laughs> Foul Christian. I was... So yeah, that's that's the chapter's lore. Um, we we tried to keep it amusing, but not just silly. Like everything is still plausible. To, to yeah, it's plausible as forty k can be, I guess. <laughs> as uh, flying as, gothic cathedrals in space. Yeah, as much as that, but uh, yeah. So that's basically it. Um, so we will talk about um, yeah, what we kind of want to do here. So. We, we laid out a couple things here, like how many guys are actually in uh, a company. So we're going to be selling like a hundred and basically 30 infantry models. Uh, then there's going to be uh, about 20 tanks. He's just throwing darts at a board here, guys. No, just do a <laughs> quick math. There'll be about 20 tanks and then six airplanes. So, it it's quite a bit, but at the same time, it's not a lot. When you when you have like fifteen thousand people listening, you know, and everyone that I've talked to about this idea like want to get in. So, it, it's a lot, but definitely don't wait on buying anything. So the way we're gonna do it is this episode comes out on the nineteenth. Um, on the nineteenth, so on the twentieth is when we're actually going to open up. Uh, placing orders and we're going to break this into different campaigns um and this goes back to painting campaign badges or whatever on the knees so the first campaign is going to be 
you know, certain amount of guys, like 40 guys. And then the next one's going to be some tanks. And the next one's going to be some more guys. So we're, we're going to do different campaign campaigns. And as we finish, finish one campaign, that's when we'll open up the next one. So yeah, there's a lot of guys, but there's going to be even less at a certain time. So like on the 20th, jump in super quick because it's just like those dice. We sold out in one day. We did not think that was going to happen. I think the same thing's going to happen here too. So be quick on the 20th. Um, go to our Facebook page. Go to our Instagram page. There'll be a link there and that you will click on. And then it'll take you to like the chapter organization page. And uh, then you can go through like the cat- catalog of what we're doing for that campaign. There'll be a check mark. There- there'll be notes on how to do this. But you'll click on what you want to be. So if you want to be a tactical marine sergeant you'll click on that and then you'll email me tell me that's what you're going to do and then uh yeah i'll start the process like that so i'll have this all written down so you can just follow the step-by-step process um yeah and it'll, it'll be kind of you buy things there the prices are kind of going to be around 35 to 50 bucks kind of depending on if you're like a a terminator just basic tactical marine depends on what you're going to be um Obviously, the rarer the thing, the more expensive. Exactly. I, I tried to keep the prices as low as possible, like, but ultimately, this is supposed to be like a fundraising, a fundraising event for Lorehammer as another way that we can try to make money while still doing something that is going to be cool for everyone who gets involved. Um, Alternatively, you can just give money and not expect a return. Yeah, yeah. If you're a decent human, you could definitely do that, Christian. <laughs> a decent human? I'm not a decent human. I don't know who made those allegations. They've never been proven. Uh, but yeah, like... I believe it. <laughs> I believe it, Christian. Hold my hand. No. Do it. So yeah, as the... <laughs> did it. You did it. Yes! Yeah. As the chapter grows... You owe me grows, 40 bucks, <laughs> I did it. As the chapter grows, I'll, I'll be posting pictures of them and stuff and like keeping everyone up to date. Um, as for like customization of the models... R- Really, the only customization that you will be allowed to do is if you buy it, like if you're a tactical marine and you pay extra money for the one special weapon in the squad, you'll be able to choose a special weapon. But I'm not going to go to the extent of everyone's choosing their own power armor. Oh, I want a purity on my left shoulder pad. Like, I, th- there's just going to be so much to keep track of that I cannot reasonably do that. And then let's say somebody wants like a MK3 helmet and that costs 50 bucks just for me to go and try to find, you know, it's just too complicated that way. Could we? Could we bribe you enough to do it? I, I can be if bribed. If I bought you anything. the whole box set. Yeah, like, of course I'm open to options, but just think, like, if you are going to do this, I'm going to charge you ridiculous amounts of money because it I just. I already am not going to be. <laughs> I'm already going to be making only like two bucks an hour on this project, you know? Like, it. Yeah, it's, it's a reasonable ask. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, what, when you look at all the pricing and stuff of everything, it's all laid out how I got the price. Like, the what's cool is uh so there's the base cost and model where you have a bunch of 3d printed like lorehammer shoulder pads that will be going on um then they're gonna have like actual nice resin bases they're gonna have a nameplate with your name on it um and then you just factor in like glue and paint costs so that's kind of and then i put on like three hours of labor or something like that two hours of labor i forget what it was um which is crazy to get a fully done model but yeah so the prices will be there um i don't i don't know what else to say really um that's that don't look at me i don't know what <laughs> this, else this whole say. thing was your idea this, yeah so <laughs> that, that's all I don't that know. that should be everything like we've shared the story of the chapter and how it was 
incepted, <laughs> created, mm. and we uh, mm. like it's been broken down company to company. We will share documents with you that can explain how, like how it's all going to work in terms of picking what you want and receiving payment. Yeah. Um, uh, did we communicate that? This stays here. Yeah, yeah. So oh, okay, it stays okay, here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. we're we're some. This is a we, fundraiser. This is not. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting. These you're guys. not getting a model. You're paying for the privilege of being a part of the Lorehammer chapter. Yeah. that is staying here. Yeah. yeah. The the other thing I was thinking, like I am tossing around like further ideas, like eventually this podcast will end eventually, and I was thinking like we would give away that we'd do one final raffle for this army or whatever eventually like it will be given away though it's kind of my thought but uh the other cool one that i was thinking too is um so everyone i want everyone to write like it doesn't have to be crazy long but you can do up to a page of information about your studies in the chapter it'd be cool to compile all that information as well as the chapter information get some like decent looking artwork and stuff and actually put it into a book and then like be able to sell that chapter book um, as another kind of cool little community project, cool yeah. little yeah, like you you get to read like 120 different marines plus like vehicles. You'll be able to read like their backstory, yeah. and it'll just be a cool little lore piece. So yeah, just like those uh, the big like Forge World books, right? Like, yeah, but yeah. this would be so in depth that like every marine has a story. Yeah, which I mean yeah. would be too much for one person to reasonably do, but if yeah, you do it as a community, you can yeah, exactly. And some some might be a story, some might be written more like a lexicanum entry. It doesn't really matter how you write it. Yeah. Um, it's just cool to have every individual yeah. have a little bit of a yeah. story. And then like a picture of your model posted or something like that. But yeah, so that's basically the project. I, I'm really excited. I know everyone I've talked to has been super excited to get involved in this. Um, yeah, I don't know. Get, don't don't wait. When the 20th comes, check your Facebook, check your Instagram, follow the link, follow the steps. Um, when we did the dice, it's amazing how people don't know how to follow simple instructions. <laughs> if we say email us, email us, <laughs> like don't fucking text me. <laughs> like, Sorry, that, that was my bad. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Just follow Christian. the instructions. Like when, when we're, hey, when hey, we're trying any to, of, any more of those dice left? <laughs> like when we're trying to keep track of, you know, 40 different people taking payment, different process orders, keep it simple for us. Just follow the instructions. If you have a question, let us know, but follow the instructions. We'll make them simple enough yeah. that I can follow them. So they're going to be simple. Should be, should be not difficult. No. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. It'll be cool to see this project grow. It will. It'll be cool to see the, you know, squad by squad as you get more. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I just want to say, I'm hopeful to see the entire chapter come. That's no way. Fruition. Um, depending on how this goes, like, obviously let's just sell a company first before we get too crazy. But I would be open to the idea of a primaris company after, but let's just, Let's I just, just focus on one first. Let's get one completely done. Because I would hate for this project to just get like ninety nine percent of the way. So Yeah, that would be yeah. awkward. So um <laughs> jump in on it super quick. Cool. Anything else we wanna share about the Liber Malleus? I was gonna tell you about how my week went, but okay. <laughs> We're just <laughs> no, talking about specifically this. Specifically about the Liber Malleus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's for our other podcasts. <laughs> Oh, I guess the one thing I don't think I did say. So those campaign badges, did I say? Um, Touched on it, but yeah, go so into like, detail. We're going to go into the, like, 
on the 20th, we're going to be selling a batch of Marines. I think it's 40 guys to start with, two tactical squads, a Devastator squad, and an Assault squad. So everyone in that first batch is going to get one campaign badge, a specific one on their knee. Then the next campaign that we do, they'll get a different campaign badge. So as you look across the chapter, you'll kind of see which Who campaign. Who is where. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Where you kind of got in on it. It's just another kind of little thing. Yeah, it's a cool know? little detail yeah. for sure. I like that. I like um, that a lot. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We did it. Thanks for listening, guys. Support um, us on Patreon. Be, be a decent human and give us a <laughs> dollar a month. So he's <laughs> just shaking his head. <laughs> that's just weird logic (laughs) if you don't give a dollar to Lorehammer Mm -hmm. you piece of shit yeah 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 you're probably going to hell there's the communist uh, and then do you give a dollar to Lorehammer no he doesn't he's a piece of shit oh I have very Mark do you do you give a dollar to Lorehammer I don't have a dollar to give (laughs) you piece of shit (laughs) Eric do you give a dollar to Lorehammer I do not you know who does give money though in the room yeah, I do, and I'm not happy about BBC it. BBC for Eric. Yeah, <laughs> I like throwing that little dig in there for you. <laughs> not happy about I was that. Wor- it was worth paying the money just to make you have to read BBC for Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I got off to that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like that. His phone gets a text message, BBC for Eric. It's just your voice going over. <laughs> That's his notification. Yeah. And every time he gets text a text me. from me. Yeah. <laughs> BBC for Eric. <laughs> Anyways. Perfect. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, next episode's going to be out eventually here. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> At some point <laughs> in time. We do episodes. We do episodes. <laughs> uh, it's going to be on the Black Crusades Part 2. Still, yeah. So it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, it's been a lot of a lot of crazy things about chaos and people and memes. Don't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Coming from... Uh, Master of Sanctity, Eric. May your nuclear arsenal always work. Uh huh. And all your Xenos be purged. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Cool. What an uplifting way to end this. <laughs> That's right. Just try try and give the people some hope. You know. <laughs> all right. If you pay points for the hope, you can get. It. <laughs> I paid points for it. Okay. Jeez, I'm ending it now.